All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Third Banner Pod. This is an emergency pod due to obviously what's happened today. Trenton Flowers leaves the team for the Outback. We're going to talk about it, but we've got a couple of people on here we normally don't. Well, we have had Ty Spalding on here once, and I did not include him in the link for the emergency pod because Ty joined us at the very end. But we also have Louisville Sports Live, Ethan Moore in the house with us. Gentlemen, and obviously we have Ross, uh, (laughs) which Ross is just a staple of the show, so it just goes without saying with Ross. But Ethan Moore, Ty Spalding, we appreciate both of you being on here with us tonight. Very much. we could talk about this. And I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys have a lot of thoughts and to share about it, but uh, you know, obviously just to kind of quickly go through it, just to summarize you know, Trenton flowers out of nowhere today, it just drops. He's, he's, he's leaving the basketball team. He's going to a professional team in Australia. My first thought was how long has this really been planned? Because to me, this is not something that just happens overnight. So it really makes me kind of wonder, and I have no information there. I'm just using common sense. It's like, you know, this couldn't have just happened overnight. So that was my very first thought. And I have plenty of other thoughts about it as well, but I'm going to go ahead and defer. Ethan, this is your first time joining us. Uh, What are your thoughts? What were the first things that popped through your mind when you hear Trenton Flowers, uh, five-star freshman reclass that was supposed to be a staple of the recruiting class leaves the program in August. Well, Kyle Ross, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Ty, it's good to see you again, boss. Um, for me, Kyle, I think you're on to something, man. I, I don't think this is, you know, we found out at the last second, but I, I still feel like if we go back and look and maybe it'll come out in a couple of weeks that this, this could have been a plan that was in motion um, for a while, who knows how long. Um, but guys, my takeaway is I am just so sick and tired of being disappointed by Louisville basketball. Anytime there is a glimmer of hope, a glimmer of positivity, we revert back to something like this happening. And it's just, you know, this program can't catch a break. Um, the fans, we have been through the ringer, what, past six, seven years, hell, the national championship of 2013, the third banner, pun intended, it feels like it's been 20 years ago and it's, and it's only been 10 and this is just yet again, another example of this program can't get out of its own way. Um, and the one other takeaway gentlemen is we know that so far Kenny Payne, the tenure, the tenure has been a failure. That's not that's not, you know, a hot take by any stretch. But the one aspect that he did well in was the recruiting this offseason. But now you don't have a top five class anymore. You don't have a top 10 class any, anymore. And who knows when with Tyler, we, we haven't heard anything. And, and all if you you know, if you've been paying attention, he's probably not going to be in the fold either. So you don't have a top 10 class anymore. And that was the only thing that you could hang your hat on in terms of what KP and staff have done well. That was it. And now you you don't even have that as a foundation anymore with today's news. Real quick, it looks like Ash has also joined us tonight. See, this is what happens with emergency pod. You never know who's <laughs> going to show up. You'll either get not enough people or you'll get extra people and people you didn't know. So welcome, Ash. We've got a lot to talk about, obviously. Guys, I just got out of my board meeting for Opportunity Through Sport, and I saw that you guys were doing an emergency pod, and I just had to join in because you guys know as red, as rosy outlook as I had. After today, man, I think I'm off. I'm off the train. So yeah, I, I don't even know what to say, guys. I'm just pissed off. Yeah, it's, it's hard Ty, to be. Sorry not to be. Ty, I know you've got uh, Louisville or Louisville Rivals publicist Ty Spalding with us as well tonight. Uh, Ty, I know you've got some uh, – you, you hear a lot more than the rest of us, to be honest. So I don't know if you've heard anything leading up to this. Like I said, is this something that you're hearing now? Has been in the works for a while. Have you heard anything about that? I, I just got a text today that said the offer from the NBL – came within the last three to five days really oh yeah i feel pretty good i just posted on the boards i feel pretty good with the person that told me that so i'm not 
I'm not starting. I'm not breaking that news to let Kenny off the hook by any means. But right. this was something that that did come out of seemingly left field. Three to five days um, was the timeline I was given um, as as far as when that offer did come in. But for me, you know, when I started to reach out to people, my first thought was before I heard anything, I was like. Trenton went out to Team USA tryouts. He saw how they ran things. He saw how they did individual workouts. He saw how they did team scrimmages. And he came back to Louisville and realized this is not going to be good enough for me to get where I want to be. That was my first thought. That's tough. Without reaching out to anyone. Um, But as I reached out to people – the narrative that's out there and, you know, I do buy it to a degree is that, you know, Trenton flowers was, was getting pushed around a little bit um, in practice. And um, Trey white specifically was, was having his way against him. Um, And basically that the kid would have been a sixth or seventh option here. And that, it's a lot easier um, to hide yourself in Australia versus hiding yourself um, on a bench in major college basketball. Um, so that's the that's the story you're probably going to hear um, out there. I know Bozich has written something about that. Um, you know, Flowers being the fourth option at best. Um, I know some others have ran with that story. That's that's what I heard. But, you know, like Ethan said, Kenny has held his hat in every media appearance on this top five or top ten recruiting class. I just did a clip um, when he met with the local media of this program's heading in the right direction, and here's how I know why. Because we won four games last year, and we have a top five and top ten recruiting class coming in. You can't you can't hang your hat on that anymore because without Trenton and Tyler in that class, it's not top five. It's definitely not top ten. Um, and for me, it's like Kenny. He bashed last year's team. He, he even mentioned the families of some of those. You know, not not any specifics, but he was like, "We need high character families. We need high character kids. We need people walking through these doors." you know, that deserve to wear the jersey. And if you're going to say that, you better be darn sure that everybody you're bringing in and handpicking is meeting that character standard. And before the ball has even been tipped off, you seemingly have a kid in a family that was not high character. And that's not me bashing the flowers by any means, but it's just, it's not a good look for Kenny to tout this new team being his guys, high character guys, and then you have um, this happen in August. Um, so that's that's my spiel, really quick. And if you all only have room for four, I can hop out at any time. Uh, you're good, you're good, man. So first off, uh, I guess Trilly's here. Trilly Donovan in the chat. The Trilly's uh, my guy. Trilly's the my guy. the uh, most famous anonymous sports person. And I'm sure he's laughing it up. I mean, I know he he loves this kind of stuff. I could tell. I don't know him, obviously. None of us really. Trilly, what up? But well, I know well, that, that he loves a good shit show. <laughs> because yeah, he, so he likes I, to camp uh, out and watch. So welcome to our shit show, Trilly. <laughs> I will take credit for that. Um, not, I'm sure the pod has a great following. But uh, me and Trilly have, have a nice uh, working relationship. So, Trilly, it's uh, – this is my beautiful face and my voice. I know we only <laughs> talk um, through the Twitter machine, but uh, but yeah, truly is um, he he checks in on Louisville more than you would think. He's I'm, uh, I'm not surprised. very in tune with what's going on, and he, uh, he he asked. I mean, he hit me up the other day. What's what's the word out of practices? Like he's 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 invested in this Louisville basketball program. So yeah. truly. Strap on the seatbelt and, and get ready. If you're going to follow along, get ready to, to go for a ride. Uh, so I did want to say, to kind of echo on what Ethan and Ty have, have mentioned, I don't blame Kenny Payne for what's happened today at all. 
I don't. And I, I have my issues. I have my criticisms of the staff. I do. I feel like this was something out of left field. I feel like this was something that caught him way off guard, caught all of us off guard. And it's just one of those weird situations that it's just crazy that it's happening because you don't hear about it this late, especially. And But what I will say is despite the fact that I don't blame him for this specific circumstance of Flowers leaving, I do question, and and I mean, I'd like some of y'all's feedback, and, and Ross, I'm going to bounce it off to you after I'm done since you haven't had much of a chance to talk yet. But I, uh, I'm curious what you guys think about the culture that we supposedly have now that all I've heard all offseason, and I've admittedly thought it was a bit of fake juice because we – People forget. People have very short-term memories in the social media world. They forget all the things we heard last offseason. Just yeah. forget about it. And I haven't. Pepper's Farms remembers, and I'm Pepper's Farms. I remember this shit. <laughs> and I remember a lot of the same things. But this year, it's all that these guys, unlike last season or last offseason, these guys are bought in. They're all yeah. in, and they're all really close. And who's been one of the main guys who's been the proponent, the face of the program? It's Sky Clark has been the number one face of the program. And I would argue Trenton Flowers has been yep. the second biggest face of the program on social media. He was what we were hanging that class on, him reclassing, being a five-star. And while I don't blame Kenny Payne for a decision that this family made, a very – I don't know. We can argue about how how well thought out this decision was. As opposed, obviously, as Louisville basketball fans, we're not very happy about it. But you know, we. My thing is that this culture is so great, and if he is setting people up to pursue their dreams, a guy like Trenton Flowers should trust in him enough to stick around for one year, get nil, uh, get these things going on, go pro in a year. He obviously didn't. My my thought is like he obviously wasn't as invested in this as we were led to believe, and that's a problem I have right now. And Ross, I, I know you have been around Kenny Payne a little bit this off season. You met with him that one time. Briefly. He gave you a spiel. What do you think about this and where it lines up to what you were thinking? Uh, I'm right. I'm right there with Ash. I was on the train. I feel like me and him were some of the last ones. Uh, shout out to Tron and the Discord. Us three were kind of like, we were there. We were on board. And it is hard not to be right back to where we were at the end of last season after today. Um, one, like you said, the whole thing that we've been getting sold on is, well, last year was last year. You know, I'm not asking for a free pass, but there were there, those were some damaged goods. And this is my team this year. Well, this is your team this year. You evaluated this talent. You brought him in and you misfired because Trenton Flowers just just backfired right in your face. So that's on you. And now you have a roster that already wasn't balanced as is. And we were being sold that this is positionless basketball. You don't need guards per se. You need guys that can bring the ball up the floor. Trenton Flowers we assumed was one of those guys and, and we're being sold. He was one of those guys that was going to have the ball in his hands a lot and was going to be able to facilitate half court offense uh, the way he wants to run it. Not necessarily through a point guard per se, but now here we are, we don't have Trenton flowers. Tyler hasn't qualified. That's another misfire. Uh, you know, we're back to one guard again. We're, we're seeing the same things again from last year, but the 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 landscape is different and it's the landscape that you've been trying to build this foundation on you know what i mean so it's like i mean how could you not be discouraged because this is the one thing that we had to all hang on to as fans that anybody that was wanting to remain positive and, and i i do believe that kenny wants to do things the right way here and he wants he wants he has a vision but you just lost one of your your star pupils as uh, freshman pupils that that you were going to use. You were going to help him get to where he wanted to be. That's the whole mission statement: is you're here to help players, right? And he said it today in his in his little snippet that he still thinks that University of Louisville has everything that a, a student athlete uh, could need to to 
to thrive and take their career to the next level. Uh, but now you lost, you lost a big time player that reclass you helped him reclass. We would assume. And on top of that, like you're not going to be able to use that for anything. Now it's, it's, it's bad pub. And on top of it, the word is we're not we're not even going to be able to use the scholarship even if we wanted to scramble and try to get somebody else. We can't even use it because he participated in too many practices. So we're down that scholarship. You literally, it's so much egg on the face. I I just don't even know where we where do you go? Like I'm just so discouraged. We were That's stepping I stone. I mean, I, I I want to believe in Kenny so damn bad, but. We just keep seeing a, a, a myriad of problems. It just keeps, like Ethan said, we can't get out of our own damn way. It just happens. And there's another one. And then there's another one. And then there's another one. It just, it never ends. When does this end? And I just feel like we were used as a stepping stone by that family, by, by him. And I mean, I'm not here to bash a 17-year-old kid. And obviously, with a 17-year-old kid's decision, there's family members, grown adults involved. Yeah, they so, were guiding yeah. him. The collective group. I have a problem with the fact that we were used. And that's what it was. We were used. Yeah. Because, and you could argue, well, he didn't know he was going to get that offer because that's the argument, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Where, where is the where, where is the value in, in honoring a commitment and at this stage of the game, this late into the game? And the fact – I mean, I have a problem with the fact that he obviously it, – it feels like we were used as a stepping stone – but another problem I have, and I already alluded to, I, I, he must have just not have faith in what was going on when the, within the program, and that's yep. the biggest issue I have. Yep. And like Kyle, I Kyle, you nailed it. You nailed it right there, man. Uh -huh. That is that is the issue when you have all this hype and you have the centerpiece going elsewhere. Like Ty said too, when you're practicing with the USA national team. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't make that team, but he's in and around that talent. He's he's taking part in those workouts and those practices based on the evidence that we saw last year. I mean, you could infer easily that he was kind of turned off with the process. I mean, we don't know that and we're speculating, but still that goes with, again, what we what we have seen, what we have to go on. And mm -hmm. even the most positive person regarding Louisville basketball would have to stop and pause Given four and twenty-eight, I'm trying my hardest to turn the page after that horrendous year. And you could have with the top ten class. But listen, as I said um, at nauseum on LSL and on Twitter, make the tournament this year. Period. There's no excuses. I don't care if somebody else leaves. You shouldn't have gone four and twenty-eight the, uh, the last year. You had pieces in place here. Get it done. This is Louisville. You're making the tournament or see you. Bottom line. And here's yeah. another thing that that falls that where this falls back on Kenny, you know, he probably didn't see this coming, but some of his, some of his decisions on who to take and who not to take. Yes. are really some head scratchers when you look back on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, was just watching a biggies uh, basketball preview. Um, and they were talking at length about Davion McKnight being yes. an instant impact guy at Xavier. And yep. it's like, Man, that's just a head scratcher. You know, the kid wanted to come here. I, I mean, I have it on good authority that badly Louisville he didn't to be really here bad, bad. Louisville didn't really even. They made one call, and basically that was it. And you know, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but you just look back at some of those decisions where he passed on a McKnight, and now you're in a position where you could really use someone like that. Um, so, yeah, it came out of left field. Kenny probably didn't see it coming, but it's like there's a lot of preventative measures he could have taken by adding more veterans to prevent something like this from, from really being a, a major blow in August. Once again, he's learning on the job, and you can't do that at a program of Louisville stature. Yeah, well, Ty hit the nail on the head. Ty hit the nail on the head when he talked about this being a, in the roster, everything with the roster being a decision. I mean, this kid, Flowers, did not just wake up today and decide he wanted to be a point guard. I mean, everybody, everybody that was around him had to have known 
that this kid wanted to be a point guard all along. So it's not like this was just something that wo they woke up today and said, oh, you know, I got to get out of here. So it's like, obviously, when you recruited him and then built your program kind of around him and Sky, like you had to know that he wasn't going to be happy unless he was going to get the opportunity to play the point. So uh, this roster decision was a terrible, terrible recruiting and roster decision uh, in, in order not to have any kind of fallback plan in, the, in this case. And that brings up a, another point. It's like, did the was the staff having conversations like with Ty Lore? Did the staff did they even bother to make sure he was going to be eligible? Did they do that due diligence in the recruiting process? Same with Trenton. Did they do the due diligence? I'm sure they had to have had conversations about his role and fit in either 100. either they lied to him and his family and sold them a bag of goods that wasn't going to come to fruition um, or, I mean, it's just these conversations and the due diligence should have been taking place way before he got to campus. And same with Ty Lore. It's like, I mean, you, you knew he was committed to Memphis. He, he backed out there. You should have, you should have immediately been like, okay, why did he leave Memphis? Was it for grades? What was it for? And, you just gotta do. I mean, that's the type of the little things that you've got to do. You got to make sure you cr cross your T's, dot your eyes during the recruiting process. So when it gets to August and these kids are supposed to be here, you don't have someone missing for grades. You don't have someone questioning their role and what they thought the role was going to be. So it's just it's it's hard to blame Kenny specifically for this, but it's just a a compilation of things that just leave you scratching your head well and i think the thing about like it's like yeah this isolated example I, I don't blame kenny like i said earlier i i do question like i said my biggest hesitancy is why didn't trenton flowers feel comfortable sticking around why are our workouts not mirroring something that he thinks could get him to that next level but that aside the bigger issue is losing a freshman reclass who really was never a guard to begin with i'll say it I'll say it because I talked to a guy who is very involved in the basketball recruiting. I've talked to him off record and he's just been very point blank about the fact Trenton flowers is not a guard and we're forcing him to be a guard. And that's like all PR stunt to make he's him just trying to be placated there. So my, my thing is why are we in a position to where losing Trenton flowers is a huge blow, like a huge blow and people I've seen people try to mitigate it. Like, well, he was only going to play 20 minutes per game probably. Okay, but the next best option behind him is for, for a guard position is who, Hersey Miller? And it's no disrespect to Hersey. Apparently he's a hard worker, great practicer, and has a good positive personality as far as the a good probably third-string guy. But now he's second-string, and he's going to get a lot of minutes. Or is it Coron Davis, who I understand some people think he has a lot of untapped potential – that's very high risk, and if they found that diamond in the rough, all props to them, but the odds of, of it working out with that are just so against what we need out of him now. It's It doesn't look very possible to me. So my question is, where do we go from here? I'm with Ethan about the expectations of this program. I'm For record, I've known Ethan on the message boards and, and through Discord for years now. And we yeah. typically have a similar thought process, I feel like, overall. I'm sure we've disagreed on minor things here and there. But overall, I'm usually in lockstep with them. And I'm I'm still tournament or bust because that's the Louisville standard. I'm sorry things aren't working out the way you wanted. I'm sorry you've had to deal with things when you got here that you, before you got here, claimed would not be a problem. And then right after you got here, still said, not worried about it. Then all of a sudden now it's like, well, yeah, all that stuff was a huge problem. Well, you knew it coming into it, what you were getting into. And with this situation, you can't use it as a crutch. I'm sorry it happened, right. but that's your guy, that was the face of your recruiting class. And I will say, I'm very confident now, Ross, in our buy and sell where I said Dennis Evans would be the most impactful freshman. I'm going to win that shit by the fall. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, yeah. Either that or it's going to be Caleb Glenn. I mean. Well, Caleb Glenn. Yeah, it could be Caleb Glenn. looking at my segments from that. So where do we go from next? Where do we go from here? I mean. I mean, so basically, you're one. I really like the one, two, and three. Sky Clark, Trey White, Mike James. I mean, I think Trey White, national people, local people, the kid can play. They, yeah. I mean, this was their this is Louisville's best pickup in the offseason, in my opinion. I think Trey White's gonna be awesome. You know, so you got Sky Clark, Mike James, and Trey White. I think that's a that's a good enough one, two, three, in my opinion, to win to win a lot of games. But the problem's going to be you're gonna have Karan Davis. That's your backup, that's your backup one and two, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mike James. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going to – I mean, basically, Karan Davis, whoever needs to come out first between Mike James and Mike, and Sky Clark, I mean, I would imagine Karan Davis is going to be the first off the bench now. Yeah. And but that's, guys, that's part run. of the problem with this positionless basketball type thing. I mean, Kyle, you brought it up earlier. You know, uh, Flowers said he was a guard. But, like – no national recruiting service for the duration of his career ever listed him as a as a guard, much less a point guard. He was always a wing or a small forward that could make plays with the ball in his hands. But so yeah. we still we don't know about um, who is a true point guard, who is a true two. You don't know that. And like Karan Davis, we're discussing about him. Well, I've heard great reports and in, in the workouts this off season, but is he a point guard? And, and let alone, even if he played it in spot duty at the JUCO level, can he play it at the ACC level? And if you look, if you look statistically, his assist to turnover ratio in the JUCO level was terrible. So again, coming off the bench, I mean, Ty, Ty mentioned that coming off the bench, that the first guard is probably going to be Karan Davis, and he could be a good player, but that's somebody that should play like Hersey Miller type minutes last year, you know, five to six minutes here or there spot duty. But now he's going to be arguably, he could be the sixth or seventh man. And that's not on paper at a minimum where this roster should be in year two at a program like Louisville. Yeah. And, you know, to, to, to take up that point, uh, to kind of roll off that point, what you said, Ethan, I mean, you know, yes, nobody on the national scene, was listing him as as a point guard or even a guard it's like you said he was a he was a wing a small forward with maybe uh some upside with some very good guard skills that could be honed you Mm -hmm. know and i think that was part of the sell in getting him here but then you know you have to imagine that he was promised something by this staff in the recruiting process about having the ball in his hands a lot okay now Somebody refresh my memory. Who was committed first? Was it was it Trent Flowers or was it Sky Clark? Yeah, Who, Mr. No, Clark. It was Clark, right? Is Clark coming here to be anything but a point guard? No, no, he's not. He's coming here to be the point guard. So I don't know how, if you were Trenton Flowers, how you could have ever thought that you were going to be getting starting point guard minutes on this team when Sky Clark was clearly being handed the keys, 100%. And so, you go back to, like, L. Ellis went on the record about his conversation with Kenny, his exit interview or whatever, or however you want to phrase it. He basically said right. Kenny told him, like, he's got Sky Clark coming in. So yeah. that should have been pretty black and white to it everyone else. Yeah. And- but but guys, a, a, another angle of this: Why can't we see all of the national powers that have multiple studs that play the same position, or a backcourt that can play off the ball and be interchangeable? It's almost like Louisville is the only national brand power that can't have multiple good players at the same position and interchange and play interchangeably. It's it's bizarre to me. You look at Kansas's roster, the team up the road, Duke. UNC, I mean, they have multiple guys that yeah. can play together or off the ball, and they can still get the minutes. But you all bring up a great point about um, the recruiting process. And guys, if I'm being honest, I think in the next couple of weeks we're gonna we're gonna find out exactly what went on with this recruiting process, what was said, what was promised, and then ultimately what led to him going to Australia. Obviously, the money is a huge factor. 
But what were the factors prior to that offer that allowed them to explore even the possibility of going pro early? And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you what's going to be very damning hitting on that. Okay. I'll tell you what's going to be very damning to KP. If that type of, if it does go that way, KP has made it a point talking to season ticket holders and getting in those small groups, having people come into the facility this summer. And he's been, one of the things he's been trying to drive home is that players being lied to about NIL money and being lied to, you know, in the disregard all at the sake of, you know, it's not about the player at those places. It's, it's about the program. All right. If we get it, if it comes out that KP told him something and it didn't end up being true, that's going to look really bad when you've been sitting out on a, on a, PR statements to try to get through to everybody that Louisville's the program that's not selling lies to kids. And that's why we've got kids like Trey White and Sky Clark coming here. Um, and so, and we'll, you know, we'll see. I mean, Flowers deleted the tweet almost as soon as he put it up earlier. But, you know, he's, he's like, it needs to be on record right now that Trenton Flowers is a point guard. I'm a point guard first and foremost from here on out, right? That couldn't be taken any other way. Us uh, as in like a shot to, to KP and yeah. into the program. And then we have later uh, this evening, earlier this evening, we got Sky Clark saying being a point guard is something more than just being able to dribble the ball across half court. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think he was intending for that to be a shot at Trenton. And I think he even, you know, uh, prephrased it as he's not taking any shots, but there's a little bit of back and forth back there with, you know, I, again, I don't know how Flowers and his mom could have not seen that he wasn't going to be the point guard on this team. That was not going to happen. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. I don't I don't know what you were told. I don't know what you were told by a coaching staff, but that was never going to be the thing. It was really, really obvious that this the program was being handed to Sky Clark um, to be a point guard here. So, hey, let the record show. Thinking. Let the record show. If Trenton Flowers is a legit point guard, I'm legit Chris Hensworth sitting right here in front of you guys right now. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. The, the, the Tom Chris trick photography is amazing. <laughs> Ash, Ash, what's your speculation, man? My speculation is that, you know, he wanted to be a guard. He committed to Louisville and came here to campus as a fallback was told that they would, if he came here, he would be given an opportunity to be a guard. But as the summer progressed, he saw more and more that he wasn't going to be a guard and, you know, used this as the fallback option and pursued other opportunities while he was here. And when he found one, he jumped shit. So, well, like, I mean, he just basically used this as, as his well, fallback option. And his credit, he could very well be looking at the other – Guards, and I use that in quotes. I'm sorry who that offends, but I think we're putting people, we're putting square pegs in round holes just like we did last year. And yeah. he could be looking around other than Sky Clark maybe and thinking what in the world am I not a guard if, if these guys are being slotted as guards. And that's the problem I have. It's that we don't have legit guards like a Davion McKnight. And I know Davion comes up about every other third banner pod episode, but he's the ghost that continues to haunt us. I feel like 20 years from now, we're going to miss on a recruit. I'm going to have a gray beard with a walker. I'm going to walk up and say, well, if we would have landed Davion McKnight in 2023, we would have landed this guy. I, I mean, you were throwing straight. We would have won 14 games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I mean, you can take this with a grain of salt, but uh, a really good friend of mine um, and some others that are in the discord, um, he's got a good connection to the basketball team, a very good connection. And uh, the, the rumor that we have been hearing is that Flowers hasn't been around the team practicing and team practices for at least for a little bit. And every time that he's been asked, he's been saying he has some sort of injury or something. But then Flowers, you know, recently in the past two or three weeks has been releasing those videos where you show him working out and everything. And we've all been hyping him up. Well, the backstory is, is that he was working out with his trainers, like individual, but he wasn't working out with a team. So they're sitting there like, well, what the hell? You're like good enough to do this, but you can't come work out and put in the work with us. So to me, 
that says something was brewing then. And meanwhile, you know Kenny I mean? Payne's holding a press conference saying that this team is more cohesive and bought in by yeah. far than last year's team. Well, I don't remember any. I don't remember this happening last offseason as bad as that it just was. shows you he's not a very good evaluator of character. Seems that way. And the roster construction um, is poor as well. I mean, what did we talk about last offseason? Where are the guards? We're right back where we were as far as one true point guard on this roster. We are right back. The one component that was blatantly obvious that had to be improved was not. Yeah. That that's just baffling to me. Like I would have thought after last offseason, he would have landed like eight guards. <laughs> like okay, obviously guards are eight ball handlers, and I'm exaggerating. For, I don't mean literally eight, but you know. But like, were, I don't see how the coaching staff isn't seeing that Trin Flowers is working out with his private trainer and not the rest of the team. Like, how how do you not? notice that how do you not pick up on that well they probably did yeah that, that's my thought is they picked up on it and they're just nope everything's great yeah they didn't address it but but the <laughs> staff has shown us guys over the, the year plus they've been here they do not pay attention to the little things there's no attention to detail in any form or fashion on anything be it the scouting report the preparation in-game play substitutions whatever Defensive tendencies, rotations, lack thereof. There's no attention to detail. And this probably is just another example of that. Yeah. Ethan, I was hoping he would address some of your I'm gonna say it because I was I was happy with your questions at the press conference. I was like, is anybody gonna ask him about win like amount of wins or what the ex there you came a couple different times and I could kind of sense that he he was a little mildly irritated with the questions. And but the thing I get is like I'm not going to put any set goals on this, any tangible concrete goals, and that way you always have an out. And that's my fear. And so I guess that leads me in the segue into the next point. How bad, and it is, I'm kind of, the things I'm hearing aren't good. How bad does it have to get for us to make a change? Because everything I'm hearing is he's got a green light. I, mean, I think he has a green light this year, but if he has a losing season, he, he can't return. I mean, there's no, and it shouldn't even be a difficult discussion. It's going to come down to butts in the seats or lack thereof at the Yum Center. You can't have another season where you average 6,200 fans in the stands. It's just not sustainable. Well, Ethan, I think if you and me were in charge, we both say tournament or bus. And I mean, I'd be willing to be a little flexible if you have major injuries or maybe one game off and right on the bubble, but otherwise. I'm thinking no. So, but we're not the ones that make that decision. Obviously, Ty, what do you think? What, based on uh, where you're you're standing, what do you think about uh, how bad would things have to get, in your opinion? I'm curious. And if you don't want to answer that question, feel free to. Well, I mean, it's just like we I mean you gave this guy a ten million dollar buyout, like. I mean that's I mean that's the elephant in the room. I mean his buyout is way 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 more than it needed to be. And yeah, nobody was even coming to get him as a head coach. It's it's really I I love a lot of what Josh Hurd has done. I mean, the whole sw- switcheroo for Brom was excellent, but that buyout just never made any sense, and it's really going to uh, come into the conversation if this this upcoming season gets off to a rocky start. Because, I mean, that's just it's just hard for um, for U of L to be in this buyout culture, and it would be one thing if these buyouts Louisville's paying are one two million, but they're getting to these buyouts where it's you know, four million, fourteen million with Petrino, and now you're looking at best probably six to eight million for Kenny Payne, and it's just it just makes that decision a lot more difficult. Yeah, you, I mean, it just you've really, really got to crunch the numbers and see. You know, does an empty Yum Center does that outweigh the the buyout you're going to have to pay? 
I mean, that's just that's where it comes into play, and that it's just that to me is going to be the the real deciding factor. I mean, I think if the, if you have a losing season, I probably would think that it's going to be too uh, toxic and too loud from the fans to move on. But I mean, if they go seventeen and fifteen, like you, yeah, really, he'll be back. He'll be back he'll if they have a winning back. record. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think – I mean, I think if you go 17-15 with the politics at hand and that big of a buyout, I don't see how they move on from them. So, uh, big Cardinal fan said apparently people are sending Trenton Flowers death threats, his mom said on Twitter. If that's the case, that's that's unacceptable. Um, I hope they haven't. I really do. I hope nobody has. Um, That being said, that is a – you know, you have to take her word. <laughs> I, I thought Mark Ennis had a had an interesting tweet. I don't know if you all saw it, but he I shared did. his mother's thoughts about how God had brought all <laughs> these people together to play for yeah. Louisville basketball and help yeah. change the culture, and that this is where God wanted Trenton and all the other ones. And then today it was God has directed Trenton Flowers to go pro. So I don't know if God, like, watched a, a Kenny – pain scrimmage and was like ah, you know gonna have to <laughs> gonna have to change my mind here so i don't know but I, seriously the death threat thing i hope i hope that hasn't yeah happened. there's no place for that ever yeah there's no place yeah, for I that. Mean, hopefully that's not the case uh and then i wanted to say while i was thinking about mark Ennis real quick i died laughing today because i was listening to the drive on my way home and he said the only way trenton flowers can get out of louisville as if he uh, uses the Jefferson County bus system to get out. Like they have to transport him out. <laughs> yeah. About I mean, I, I'll, I'll say if you're if you're a grown person or a, 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 even a, a late teenager, and you are sending death threats to somebody over a game. That's I mean, that's cool, pretty, man. that's pretty weak, man. I mean, like you need to reevaluate, reevaluate your life and what you have and don't have and, and chill out, step away from social media. You need to check out for a little bit because you got your priorities twisted big time. Exactly. Um, uh, I mean, it's just, there is no room for any of that stuff. Uh, you know, it's just, it's a game, man. And I know this game brings a lot of pain and a lot of joy to a lot of people all the time. That's why well, I, and you never know why who's trolling either on Twitter. Yeah, who, I mean, that's who, true. It could be a yeah, count from a different family. Let, I mean, let me jump in real quick. I mean, I could go and make a Twitter account acting, right. as, acting as a UK fan and start tweeting reckless stuff at UK players. You know, there's yeah. no place for any of that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want to necessarily throw the Louisville fan base under the bus. No. You don't know who, who these people are behind these accounts. Right. They could be out to try and make Louisville fans look bad. And, bad, yep. And it's just – you just never know. And like you said, Ross, I mean, there's no place for that. But, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to listen to anybody say that, that fans are the reason that Louisville's missing out on recruits. I'm not going to buy any of that. Any of that. That's that's just not a. When you start making those type of excuses, that's, you're done. Yeah, that's that's one of the first signs that things aren't working out. So you know that's. I hope that's not happening to Trenton and his family. And if it is, I mean, that needs to stop. But what's going to happen is, and I can see it now, is I mean, you're going to have. People be like, see, this is why Kenny can't get recruits because we have fans that that tweet this type of stuff. Yeah, and I'm just not going to buy any of that. Yeah, no, we're not going we're not going to take any of that. I mean, that's there would be no problem if he just, uh, you know what I mean? Like he left for a reason. Uh, but to go back to the God thing, you know, stepping through that door. I don't know if y'all knew, but. Any of y'all are religious, like God definitely plays favorites. If you didn't, if you've never been told this in religion, God plays favorites. Just ask Dabo. Dabo said that they won the game against us and Lamar because, by God, he wanted them to win just a little bit more than us. So just God, remember God that. the fan at heart, apparently. Hey, yeah. I Chester mean, writes, apparently uh, we are the devil, apparently. Chester writes, <laughs> old Chester is here to celebrate Valentine's Day. Well, how are you going to do that without any flowers? 
Oh, look at that. He's here all night, ladies and gentlemen. It's not not a third banner pod episode without at least one dad joke. And I've been waiting. (laughs) I haven't had a chance. And Chester, buddy, you gave me an opening and I took it. Just like Flowers talking to the Australian Outback, I seized my opportunity. (laughs) And real quick, another point I want to bring up. I, I was talking to some other people in the media today and when things like this happen, it really, really exploits the fact that Kenny doesn't have an inner circle that that can get a message out for him. Like, like I don't think the reaction would have been good by any means. But if you can, if if Kenny had a circle around him that could have been like, you know, get the word out that you know, we might lose a player over the next week or two. But, you know, rest assured, you know, the rest of the team is bought in. This isn't, this isn't, you know, this isn't a reflection of the group of kids and character he's assembled. This is a one-off situation. You know, it wouldn't have been roses by any means, but you would have been able to, to let fans brace and prepare for this. But instead, you know, you get, you get the kid releasing a statement and that's a, and that's, that's what we have to go off of. So it's just the lack of, of messaging coming out of the basketball program that really, really gets magnified when stuff like this happens. It's like, you know, you could have – this could have been a softer landing had, you know, there been a, you know, word of, you know, Trent Flowers being, you know, looking at other things. You know, he's not fitting in well with – the you know, just something along those lines to get a message across, you know, use the media to your advantage. There's plenty of people out there that will, if there's something that needs to get out there, you know, to better the program, they'll be glad to do it. And I just think this is another instance of, you know, Kenny just not having a, a network to really get a message out. And, you know, I know Bozich is a, is a mouthpiece for him, but I'm just talking about, you know, before things like this happen, just giving people a heads up. And there's just none of that, you know, being factored in right now with the basketball program. Yeah. Ty says what's crazy is when we were – Ty Elliott. What's crazy is when we were in the hiring process, all this behind-the-scenes stuff that was supposed to be – was supposed to be something Kenny would have no problem with. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I was always worried. I was always worried, but I know I was in a very small minority. Uh, I well, think it's really easy to recruit at UK. I think it's it's so easy with the way they have things set up under John Calipari. I think it's really easy. And I've also looked at his coaching tree, and there's every time they branch off to be a head coach, like Orlando Antigua, I don't know if I'm saying his name even right, but – it doesn't end up well. I've always had my reservations, but I mean, I keep trying to hold out. Like I've been skeptical. I've remained skeptical, but I've been more on board with this class and with everything we have coming in. I still think that even with Trenton flowers with Tyler Johnson, we still had a few issues that I think weren't addressed in the transfer portal, but it was better. But, man, you lose both of them, one to grades, and it doesn't sound like Tyler Johnson's coming. I heard the last day of ad drop for Louisville uh, this semester is going to be August 25th. So, if you don't hear anything by then, definitely. I mean, we've heard – we've all heard similar things about the likelihood. But I'm just saying, if you hold out any sliver of hope, it's done after that day. So, And you go back, Kyle, to your point about – like. This four-star in the 2024 class, Ryan Jones, just released a top eight. Louisville was in it. And in the paragraph, this is through Joe Tipton, he said his pitch for Louisville recruiting him right now is Coach Payne inspired him by telling his story with Anthony Davis. Like, Kenny is still holding on. I mean, he's still using his U.K. recruiting successes as, as pitches at Louisville. And that's why Flowers, you know, another thing that we haven't mentioned is, like, if Kenny was able to develop him into a lottery pick, he could start to 
have some evidence of him producing NBA talent at Louisville. Like you, you can't, you know, you can't hold on to those UK guys forever. I mean, that's, I mean, everything I've heard, Kenny is very much using, you know, the guys he recruited to UK and got to the NBA as, as a way to recruit to Louisville. And at some point you got to start develop, develop developing your own NBA players at the program you're at now. And that's something that Flowers could have been the jump start for. Is like, yeah, he just produce a lottery pick. Three shades. Maybe three shades says maybe he doesn't want the message out. Don't know how any of you are Louisville fans. All negativity. Uh, my friend, you obviously have not been on this pod, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Hey, look, you're welcome here. You can say whatever you want. Unlike certain places, I don't kick people off for having a different opinion. I'm not mentally fragile. So you want to challenge any of us? That's fine, man. Uh, have at it, boss. But hey, let me really tell you, you obviously haven't been on here, and we we have absolutely been positive at times with Kenny Payne, Ross, and Ash in particular have been very positive up until tonight. And yeah, I then, said we're going to win a game in the tournament. And, <laughs> and in football, I'm very positive, <laughs> as are most of you. So this idea that we're just all negative all the time. That's like a simplistic way to like generalize somebody. And you can do that. I don't care. Welcome to the third banner pod. Tell um, me you haven't watched the pod around, but you clearly haven't been watching us. It's, it's oh, negative man. because the team we all love and cheer for is was four and 28. The one shining beacon of hope was this top 10 recruiting recruiting class. that isn't top 10 anymore. Nope. And like we said, at the beginning of the show, the program can't get out of its own way, and there's just negative story after, you know, bad luck. Uh, whatever you want to say, we can't have we can't have any positive momentum because something else happens. I just remember thinking to myself, you know, football season's coming up. I'm a conference realignment nerd, so I was paying attention to that. And then just on the back burner was the basketball program. It was like, hey, the you know, the the roster on the the talent on the roster has been upgraded. I uh, certainly expect uh, to be a lot better than last year, although that bar was low. Um, and then it's like, it, it's it's nice not to have any like drama or, or negativity coming out from the basketball program. Relatively, it was positive this offseason. Mm-hmm. But when you react to news more often than not, that is not positive for the team that you cover and cheer for, of course the reaction is going to be negative. And his point yeah. about maybe Kenny doesn't want a message to get out. Every successful coach across the country, let me let you in on a secret. They use the media. Rick Pitino, yes. when he was here, he used the media. Bill Self, look at Field of 68, Jeff Goodman. Bill Self uses the media. So let me in on you. Let me let you in on a little secret. Every successful coach at the college level uses the media to get messages out. So that's that's not me hating on Kenny. That's not me being negative. That's me saying I wish he did what some of the best coaches in the country do, which is use the media to your advantage because that's a way to get messages out. So that's not me being negative. That's just a word of advice that the best coaches to ever do it, that's the way they do things. They use the media. John Calipari, he uses the media. Kyle Tucker, we know where he gets his information. So, no, that's not be, me being negative. It's just a suggestion to Kenny and, and the guys over there. Use the media to your advantage. Fans mm-hmm. like when Kenny talk. For the yeah. most part, they do. So let's look. Let's look at who we've got on the night. The negative group of the negative Avengers is what I'll call us. So uh, <laughs> Ty Spalding <laughs> runs Rivals website. He runs the Louisville Rivals website. A negative yeah, person. So let, me, let me let you. Let me let the. Always, it's all. Even more runs a negative blog and radio. He's he's just a negative guy who's who's gotten all the, the way up on the running, radio. The longest running Louisville sports radio show. Yes. Yeah. it's yeah. always yeah. funny. You know, and, and me and me and you and me, Ross, Ash. We're just like we're, we're we're volunteering our time on a pod. We don't get any monetary gain out of and don't want any. For the benefit of, of fans, but we're just doing it to be negative. We're not real fans. None of us are. It's we all have something U of L on, literally. All of us in this picture. I'm it's rocking Louisville basketball shirt. 
have been since I got off work. Everybody's representing Louisville. Well, we care about the cards. We're, we are upset, man. I mean, come yes. on. We just lost the I face mean, of our freshman class. I'm about it's, to boil over right now, guys. Like, I, I just – Three Shades Media, get out of here with that bullshit because obviously, <laughs> you, you know, the, the, the fluffy mafia bullshit needs to go because, I mean, you obviously haven't been watching this pod very long because myself and Ross have been on the Kenny train for a long time. We've been yep. very positive almost every episode talking about how we had really high thoughts about the upcoming season, how we thought this was going to be a breakthrough year for Louisville basketball. So comments like that just proved to me that you haven't ever even watched the show. So to say that we're all just full of negativity because we're upset tonight is just total bullshit. And you can go take those fluffy media comments to your other shows. The funniest uh, thing to me is what, you know, I've had to be less – fanboyish with rivals you know that's one of their that's one of their policies is they want their publishers to be you know not use we and and those type of things when talking about teams but the funniest thing to me is when people try to say i'm not a fan like dude i've been going to louisville ba for basketball and football games since i was two years old i've i went to st louis for the 05 final four when i was eight years old and watched Louisville play illinois i went to greensboro in 08 when we played north carolina I went to the Sugar Bowl, the Final Four in 2012, the championship in 20. I've been following this team literally around the country since I was two years old. Like, yeah. don't I'm a bigger fan than 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 anyone that wants to say I'm negative. And three shades, don't take it personal, man. I'll tell you what this is. We have been hearing anytime we're even slightly critical, we get a barrage of people on this pod that say the same stuff, man. So maybe you're getting the brunt of it right now. And, and my apologies for that. Um, but this has been a thing where like, if we're not like, if they're not 100% bought in that, if we question anything, if we're even slightly critical at all, I mean, nobody wants Kenny Payne to fail here. They don't, I know it may seem like that. I've heard, I've had people tell me multiple times you're, you've been skeptical from the start. So you just hope you're proven right. Well, that's pretty stupid, honestly, because I am a big fan. And if I'm proven right, that means he's not the man for this job. And that means we've, we're have we going to have a lot of bad times. And we're going to have to start over again. And we're going to start over. So the best thing that would happen is that I'm wrong, and I still hope I'm wrong. But that being said, some of these other guys have been positive. And so just to hear, like, any time, like, anything comes up where it's negative. Like, when Tyler Johnson committed – we were so positive on this pod, and I still had people saying, like, you guys are the naysayer pod. I remember that. Like, you guys are – and I think it was because I made one comment that, you know, I still wish we would have landed another experienced guard in a portal like Davion McKnight, and I guess that – but you know what? At the end of the day, guys, guys on the pod, like the main pod guys, you know, we're going to get this. So, And the bigger we get, the more we're going to get it. So we just got to get used to it and uh, roll with it. And I'm not gonna throw shade at other channels. I know where I know what people say on other channels. I watch them all. So, well, you guys want to know. know what the good news is tonight? What's the good news? We got 103 days until our football team kicks the shit out of Kentucky. Absolutely, man. Also, <laughs> been counting it down. Also, real quick, I mean, I I really like what Sky Clark is doing. Like, I know sometimes social media can it's not a good thing for players to be reading replies and interacting with fans. But I mean, he tweeted out this season hasn't started yet. We've got a pack of wolves this year. We're straight. We're not tripping over here. This locker room's ready for whatever, like credit to Sky Clark, man. Like if you're going to be handed the keys of the program, like yeah. you've got to, you've got to have that mindset. And it, it certainly looks like he's got his head on straight. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's in a good mindset, good frame of mind. So, you know, just to get positive for a second, like, there's no way around it. Sky Clark needs to be very, very good this year. And for yeah. him to have his head on straight, that's the first step in this process. And it certainly seems like he's really taking on the leadership role. And, and he's, he's, uh, and he's, he's running really, with it. Yeah, he's running with it. So that's good to see. Yeah, man, I, I'm super excited to see him play. I think, um, you know, fully healthy as well. 
uh, I, he's going to be my favorite player on this team. I can, you know, from just ever since he set foot here, he's been a leader both on and off the floor. He's going to be that guy that will be a distributor that can get to the rim, get others involved. And then too, you see his, his presence on social media. It's all about leadership. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think you saw some uh, L Ellis you know, a lot last year. What kind of, you know, he'd interact with the fans, when, when they were critical, they they didn't have as much grace as Sky has shown repeatedly um, in interacting with the fans and getting his message out. Speaking about using mm-hmm. the media to get his the message out, I mean, fans would eat that up. Like Ty was saying, man, when people might not agree with a lot of the stuff that Coach Payne says, but people enjoy when he speaks, and the fans enjoy when they see their team captain get out there and defend his guys on his team. Like yeah. Sky Clark's tweet has 1,200 likes. Yeah, he just sent it out about an hour ago. Like this fan base, you give them something to get behind, and they'll get behind it. So like that, when I went on that rant earlier about messaging, you know, they'll take a, me- a message and they'll they'll run with it. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're seeing that with Sky tonight. I mean, the fan base is rallying around Sky Clark in a major way. And yeah. credit to Sky for for doing that because and I, I want to see him prove all the naysayers wrong. Illinois fans in particular, there's a lot of people out there that think Sky Clark's just a uh, you know a toxic person in the locker room. And I'm I'm you know I'm impressed with what I've heard off the court. Some of the examples of leadership he's shown. I'm impressed with the social media prep presence. Uh, it always scares me a little bit when these kids get on there while they're yeah. players on the team and they interact with fans because that can go south real fast. Slow for sure. But I am impressed with the way he handles himself. I mean, obviously, without knowing somebody personally, I think he's he's doing a really good job. So I'm happy about that. I'm, I still think the talent on the roster is an upgrade from, from last year, but last year was so bad. It's, it's kind of like, you know, is it going to be enough? So we'll see. We'll see. But I wanted to see if any of you guys had any real final thoughts before we, uh, you know, before we close it down for the night. I was just going to, I was going to hit on Ty's point about, you know, the fan base rallying behind. It's funny that you said that because I was talking to a friend earlier. Um, we had, we were, we hung out this week and went to St. Joe's picnic and uh, you know, he, we were talking in chat earlier and I was like, you know, he's like, man, he's like, it's seeming like KP might not be the right choice. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, like we all need him to be, and we want him to be like, I said, if you look like, I felt like a large percentage of the fan base really rallied behind him and Louisville fans, we will rally behind our own, like no other. And we've shown that time and time again, and we take it personal, you know, but we do, we will not accept mediocrity. We need to see results. And, you know, that's to me, that's all I, I, I went. I've said this before, like we can still love you, but any person that is honest with themselves uh, knows when they need to accept blame. And, you know, I, I, there's no way around this right now. This is his roster now. And this is a this is this is bad. Like there's no way around that. Like there's just not. Like Ash said earlier, it's like you, you kind of just – you misevaluated something in the process of this kid. You Danny, Gray, Danny Gray says, Ross, you're not getting out of here without a Lion King. Well, Danny, crypto, boy, do we have something for you. Let's pull it up. <laughs> I got to pull up the – share the screen here. Give me a second. All right. This is – I used to the, the Twitter uh, logo being different. Oh, no. I like how it says X, but then all the links still say Twitter. I'm not gonna pay for you anymore. <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, this is a wait, thing. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna try on each river of mine. Ross, if I didn't know, if I didn't yeah. see you were in a car, I would have thought you were drunk there. <laughs> that's actually wrong it's over <laughs> the, the laugh at the end the laugh at the end sealed it oh man that that was the uh that was being just like 
walking straight out of work, man. Literally walked out of work, got him a car. Like, you were joyous to get out. I of actually there. walked out when I saw it, Trenton Flowers News. When I first saw it, and I went out to my car at work, and that's when I made that Dude, short. Real that quick, short I put on there earlier. I was ranting. Real quick, Kyle, yeah. I got a treat for the subscribers. We'll end on a positive note here. Okay. I, uh, I hinted the last time I was on that a former Patino player would be uh, back in the fold, beloved player. I just got the green light to share. Uh, Larry Bannon has been hired by Josh Hurd uh, to work in a uh, fundraising and development role within the athletic department. So Larry, you said Larry O'Bannon? Yep. Uh, oh, I was wrong, but that's great. Larry O'Bannon, yeah, nice legend. Larry just Larry's started cool. today, so I got the green light to share that news. Nice. Uh, he's uh, he's working under Josh Hurd in the athletic department. So a uh, little positive news to end on. Larry's. Uh, he was actually him and his family came down to our lake house a couple weeks ago. Um, super, super nice guy. Super, yes. super nice family. Um, he's back in Louisville, obviously now full time. Him and his family are, and he's working uh, at the university. So, um, so that's some good news. Right. Very good. Very congratulations, cool. Larry O'Bannon, a final uh, a tournament legend in 2005, West Virginia. Never forget. That's right. All right. Anybody else have any final words? Man, thanks for having me on, guys. And this is result season. Uh, NCAA tournament is the expectation. Ethan, Ty, we appreciate you guys joining us tonight, yeah. especially on such short yep. notice. Uh, really do appreciate it. Ash, you got any final thoughts? It's 103 days, boys. Till we Bells up. Day. I was just going to say before we get off here, we'll sign off. Uh, you know, check out Ty at, at Louisville Sports, cardinalsports.com. That's what I meant. Check out uh, Ethan over at uh, Louisville Sports Live, uh, longest running radio, uh, Louisville Sports Radio show in the city. It's been going on what now? What, 10, 11 years? Uh, it'll be 12 in September. Man. Damn, dude, I remember Man. when you, I remember when you dropped that on the board. For the first time, and was like, "Hey, I'm 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 starting this up," and it was like a whole. It was just a podcast back yeah. then, and it was like I'm just now rolling out episodes. So uh, I tried to listen uh, just real quick. I tried to third listen banner to pod. We got to get on Ethan's level. It's gonna take some work. Yeah. <laughs> I caught a lot of hell. I was trying to listen to the show one time when I was uh, a lowly staffer in the University of Cincinnati's athletic department. And uh, I, I got a little hell for listening to a Louisville talk show in the department. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah. I appreciate everybody in the, in the comments, in the chat. Hey, nobody take anything personally. If we had like some disagreements about where the staff is and our, our outlook, nothing like that, man. We're all fans. Feel free to like and subscribe if you do find our pod interesting. If you don't, I appreciate you at least giving us a chance. And uh, I'll end that with a go cards. L's up. Go cards. Go Krogerin. Till next time. Hey, Jeopardy on Wednesday. You don't want to miss that. Louisville I Trivia Jeopardy. It. It's going to be badass. I'll see you all, all right. Wednesday night, 9 o'clock right here. Good night, Till guys. next time. We'll see you.